Hello and welcome to another episode of Lex Education. It's the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura Lex, tries to learn science from her comedy normal brother, Ron. Ew, it's me, Ron. Hi, Ron. It's Halloween week. Halloween. Ron loves Halloween podcast. Boop, boop, doop, doop. If you're a new listener to the podcast, hello. Thanks for taking a punt on Lex Education. We have a lot of fun here. It's very silly. Enjoy this episode. Then we suggest you make your way back to episode one and listen all the way through. Binge away, my friends, and see us back here at the start, middle, end when you get here. Um, how are you this week, Ron? Yeah, good. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Um, so, I, I have a nine to five, so that's, that's news for me. You sat, you had a song ready for Friday, but not nine to five. Come on, Ron. <laughs> Come on, Ron, you can't be the song reference guy if you don't do Dolly. Um. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, row back. Um. I'm the song reference person. No, I said you can't be, but you did with the Friday thing. And then I thought, well, I won't touch nine to five. He's doing it this episode. No, I, but I, yeah, but that's the thing. I'm not the song reference person. You so are. why did you do Friday? Um, to, to add a, um, everyone loves Rebecca Black. Queer yeah. icon. I don't disagree, Ron, but commit to the bit. She slays. <laughs> she serves <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Ron. What? I know the lingo. I'm down with the kids. I don't know if you are. Like you say, you're an old man with a nine to five. Um, we've actually recorded a lot this week, Ron. We, we don't really know why we're doing intros, outros for this episode. We don't normally <laughs> do them for special episodes. Not really prepped them. We don't have anything to say. Why are we here? No one knows. We haven't got any birthdays. It's no one's birthday this week. Um, shove it up your butt if it is your birthday you should have told us you should have told us oh I tell you what we did want to say though we wanted to say um, if you're a listener and you love the podcast and you want to help us reach out to more listeners there's a couple of things you can do one leave us a five star review wherever you get your podcasts two you can become a patron to support us three a free thing you can do grab your phone record an under 30 second video of yourself talking about how much you love the podcast and why people should listen to it that you don't mind us using on our socials. There you go. Right, enjoy the episode. Is that picking? That's picking up my voice now. Lovely, lovely chocolates. Ron, you've eaten a lot of these chocolates. <laughs> you ate some of them. Yeah. I have eaten a lot of them. You have eaten a lot of them. You best not have eaten all of any of them. I don't think so. I'll be living. I've only had one of each because I've been trying to sample them all. <gasps> Anywho, chocolates aside, this is the box on I did a job today, and uh, even though I was being paid handsomely, they bought me a box of chocolates to say thank you for turning up to work. That is nice. And it was so big it didn't fit in my rucksack, so I just had to carry it home from London like a cool dude. Yeah, everyone's like, who's this? international businesswoman that's being gifted some chocolate. Mm. And I... Um, a Rene Zellweger type. Oh, thanks, Ron. I was on the train and I started opening them to eat them because I'd missed lunch and I was hungry. And I really wanted to offer them to the people around me, but I didn't because I thought it would be weird. Yeah. I, I had a real case of the overthinks because they had, like, cellophane on them. And I was unwrapping them and I was like, oh, so I could offer them because then people, they know that I've just opened them, like, I'm not being a creep. But then I was like, but then they might think, well, I should go to the trouble to take the cellophane off now only to offer them to us on a train. They'll think I'm a poisoner. Yeah. But I'm not a poisoner, so I just ate them myself. <laughs> but then I was worried they'd think I was mean. <laughs> One time I was on a train and I was so thirsty, I almost asked a woman if I could get some of <laughs> <have> water. <laughs> Is that weird? No, that shouldn't be weird. Water is right. a human right. I think you're allowed to like be like, I'm super thirsty. Please, can good I Samaritan, sip some of your water? Yeah. It's not like, hey, can I just lick your tongue for moisture? It's like you yeah. wanted a legit thing. Yeah, I actually think I might be thirsty right now. I was thinking about hydration today. Oh, I've had that. Yeah, I'm really thirsty. I was thinking about the end of the world today, and I was thinking, come the apocalypse, I'm going to be slightly better off than most people because I'm already dehydrated all the time. 
I don't think that's true. Yeah, everyone else is going to start getting headaches and stuff and feeling a bit shitty from being dehydrated. And I'll be like, that's how I always feel. Mm. So do you not think that you'll just be dehydrated to a worse degree first? No, I think I'll be fine. Okay. Mm. I am going to have some water now, though. Can I have some water? You've got some water. Can you get me some water? No. <laughs> mm. Well, that's a good one. What one was that? Oh, that's my favourite one, the Florentine. Mmm, very good. Thank you. I love Florentine. I had lunch hoops today. I must be paranoid today because then I was eating my lunch hoops and thinking how much I love lunch hoops. And then I was like, I hope people don't think that us talking about foods we like on the podcast is requests for them to bring them to the live show because I was thinking about the lunch hoops people brought to the live show. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm having a paranoid day, I think. Yeah. Um, if anyone does want to bring me food to the next live show, can I please have wasabi peas? Oh, Ooh, I'm going to have this fudge sundae one. Mm, the other one of those was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. Anyway, Ron, what are we doing today? So, the listeners will already know, because they'll have heard some spooky music Ooh. on the way in, because it's Halloween. That me crap earlier. Yeah. Let me just rewind our WhatsApp conversation from you telling me about Charles of the Podcast pissing all over the bathroom. God, she went fucking feral. <laughs> Do you know what was really fun? She pissed in her room as well and then was just poking <laughs> it with her foot. And then I couldn't find anything to clean it up. Because <laughs> every time I went to look for something, she you was You said it pan- didn't get on the carpet. That was, a, that was afterwards. That was a different piss. <laughs> Why was she so long, free of nothing? No, she squatted on that weird rolly thing and pissed on it. What weird rolly thing? You know, the thing that's got buttons on the front that you can push. She pissed on her stroller? Yeah. Fran. Yeah. Why was she so out of a nappy for so long? Before the bath and after the bath. Yeah, but there's no freedom time between and after the bath. Well, I'm not... Why was she loose? Well, I don't have a kid, so I'm not experienced in bathing children. Hmm. So I wasn't really sure the best way of, like, nakifying the child and then also having an appropriate temperature bath. So Run the bath, then take her clothes off. Yeah. Because a bath doesn't go ice cold instantly because of physics. No, yeah. See, the system that I went for, and it was the wrong system. <laughs> free the child of all piss collection devices and then start running the bath? No, there's so many more layers than that. <laughs> you tell me I'm choosing another chocolate. I made a way too hot bath. Oh, Ron. Ooh, I'm going to go for this peanut butter one. Then <laughs> nakedified the child, then put cold water in until it was an appropriate temperature. Not as good as the fudge sundae. No, um, that's not the right way to do it. No. It then was... why would you loose after the bath? Dried her, had mm. to get a nappy and clothes and stuff. Oh, you set that up before the bath. I got the clothes out, didn't Tom find did a nappy. Tom did you a rotter there. He should have showed you all that, ma'am. He told me where it was. She's a wriggler. Well, he didn't tell me where the pyjamas were, which is why she's gone to sleep in daytime clothes. <laughs> Or are you weird enough that you've changed her? No, I put an extra jumper on her because her yeah. room's a bit chilly. But... I thought she'd be cold when I put her in that t-shirt, <laughs> but I didn't know where the jumpers were. <laughs> I just hugged her. I did listen to some of your bathing her via the um, baby monitor. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it sounded like you were having fun. Yeah, we were having fun. We had a really nice afternoon together. She's a good kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she like sat her. here for ages just playing with my Bluetooth headphones. Oh, fun. Yeah, just not really doing anything. and then Are they magnetised together? Yeah, but she wasn't even doing that. She oh. was just holding them. She's cool, man. I like her a lot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's Halloween. It's Halloween! Um, can you guess from the pictures I sent you what we're doing? Oh, the word has just vanished off my tongue, but it's those, like... I don't want to try and say the word because this is where I end up saying stupid things. 
Not croglodytes. It's called? not croglodytes. <laughs> what are they called? That like... Oh, I know. Craptomancy. Craptomancy. <laughs> what is it? Crypt- crypto. Crypt- it's crypto something. Ugh. What one is that? What are you eating? What are you eating? Oh, that's so good. Ugh. What have really... you got there? Is that the carrot cake one? Well, it really flobbed out. I think that might be the carrot No, I think it's no. this one. Cherry Deluxe. A kirsch-soaked cherry suspended in amaretto cream. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Um, crypto... Nepto-crypto. What's it called? Cryo-crypto. Zoolocrypt. Crypto-zoolocrypt. Crypto-zoology! Oh, my God, that word was bouncing around my head like a squash game. Wow. Crypto... What is it called? Zoo crypto. What was I just said it? I just said it. Cryptozoology. Cryptozoology. Yeah. Do you want to write that down? Cryptozoology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some words just don't stick in my head very well. Crypto. It's not real, like cryptocurrency. Worthless. That's really gone away, hasn't it? Yeah. Where's it gone? Oh, what was the new thing recently? There was a new thing that was bullshit. Mm, can't remember. <laughs> We're a really good podcast. <laughs> crypto doo doo. Crypto doo doo. Cryptids. Here's half an anecdote. So, cryptozoology is a pseudoscience, according to Wikipedia. Um, it's the study of cryptids. These are like. I think they mean zoodos. <laughs> I'll finish the tea. You tell them what cryptozoology is, and I'll be listening. Um, uh, cryptozoology is the study. Study of cryptids, um, which is basically, yeah, I I wouldn't really know how to summarise it. It's kind of like made-up shit that the world just treats in a slightly higher regard than other made-up shit. Like somewhere in between folklore and science. Um, It's things that are in the maybe pile. But they're not in the maybe pile, are they? They're in the no no, but almost kind of like ghosts. Like, you know, if someone says they saw a ghost, you don't go, you're insane. Are you go, you? no, but like, you don't. I did actually at the weekend. But Agni Dad swears blind he's seen a ghost. And I tell him he's an idiot. I was, um, you know, I sent you that picture of the Frankenstein thing at the weekend. So I did an escape room oh, yeah. in Bath that was all around um, Frankenstein. Mary Shelley, etc. And, um, yeah, this woman at the beginning was sort of trying to tell us about all the ghosts in the house. And I was like, I just, I can't entertain it. My brain just goes, but you didn't see a ghost. And then she was like, oh, well, I was in a room and there was no wind and then I felt this breeze on the back of my neck. I was like, so there was some wind <laughs> because there was a breeze on the back of your neck. That's not there was no wind but there was a breeze, despite there being no wind. That's there was some wind. And that's the end of that conversation. Oh, it does my head in. Ghosts are not real. No, But then scary, that night, though. oh, my God. So I'd gone off on Saw one at this thing. And then in the middle of the night, the TV started, like, flashing on and off in the, in the hotel room that I was in. And I, like, sat up in the night, like, found the remote turned off. And I was like, fuck, I bet this is because I was so adamant earlier that there were no ghosts. <laughs> and then I was just lying there, like, I'm really cross now. I don't mind if there's ghosts, but let me sleep. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, they sit in that in a weird space. Yeah. 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 So what we're going to do is we're going to... It's like leprechauns and um, the big beast foot. Big foot. <laughs> oh, my God. Too late to be recording. The big beast foot. <laughs> At least we've got the episode title out the way. Like, no one's going leprechaun hunting, but um, people are after... Yeah. There's a squatch in these woods. So, what... Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Brother that show. Brother-in-law of the podcast was obsessed with that show. Hold that thought. Um, so, what we're going to look at is four cryptids from around the world. Do you know my favourite? Chupacabra. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poor cryptids. I've been on my own for like three hours. Yeah, two hours. <laughs> two hours. Four cryptids. But for the half an hour before that, you weren't hell. talking to me because you were prepping for D&D. Yeah. Four cryptids from around the world um, and the their real life equivalents. Ooh, okay, fun. So spook and science. Do you know they think chupacabras are like dogs with mange? 
Cool, ruin one of the four sections that we've got. I love chupacabras. Yeah, that's content okay, for later. Zip it. That was like a spoiler. You know, like last night when we were watching Make Looking the Cut and they had that little bit that was like that, but for that. Well, we're bad podcasters today. <laughs> Who run runway? Um, so the first one that we are going to look at is the big beast foot himself. Big beast foot! Bigfoot slash big the theory. Yeti. That's a different thing. Yeah. Now, I always thought Yeti and Big Beast Foot were two different things because I picture Big Beast Foot being in forests and I picture Yeti being in snow. I but what Yeti else is different white. about them? Uh, I picture Yeti being very white and f- big furry, but I guess I'm mainly going off Monsters, Inc. here. Um, and I picture Bigfoot as being a little bit more leather-faced, but I'm going a bit more Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> so... Those are my two starting points for Yeti and Big Beast Foot. Yeah, but kind of the same thing, right? Similar. Yeah, like... Yeah, like killer whales are slightly... Different races are the same species, yeah, 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 almost, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is well, there's, you know, there's there's skunk apes from the swamps of Florida. Like, there's different flavours Are of... there really? No. Is that... No, that's another okay. one of these. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not April Fool's yet. <laughs> Clicker! Um, oh, this would have been a good April Fool's to do, just like tell you that these things. It'll be hard for you to do April Fool's now I've got the spreadsheet, though, because I know what we're recording. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm going to do it on the actual day, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to see it come. I am. I'm going to catch that trico this year. Anyway, um, so Bigfoot, also known as a Sasquatch, or if you're watching Trailer Park Boys, a Sam Squanch, which is a fun <laughs> word to say. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, it is a large, hairy, human-like, mythical creature purported, fun word to say, to inhabit forests in North America. Okay. Many... But in Monsters, Inc. is in the Himalayas. Yes, because that's a yeti. That's the abominable that's snowman. Different. It's different. Yeah. If you were going to be a creature that got a describing word as your first thing, like abominable snowman, what would you want? Um, uh, um, <laughs> 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 yes, Anne. <laughs> um, well, I, what kind of creature you're am fabulous I? Fabulous oil man. <laughs> um, you're a tree squirrel. Mm, oh, the the slippery. <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> I'd want to be the heretical red panda. Wow. Saw some red pandas the other day. Heretical panda. No, that's falling apart. Um, Many, as I was saying, you know, you get skunk apes down in Florida. Many indigenous cultures across North America have tales of these things. Yes. Yeah. I was confused then because Florida is not north, but that is in the continent of North America, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, skunk ape. Skunk ape sounds like a really derogatory thing to call somebody, doesn't it? Ah, yes, skunk ape. In Florida, skunk ape. <laughs> what is that voice? That was very New York. Florida panhandle. Um, you, you, you got a certain smack of the skunk ape about you, boy. Is that how Floridians talk? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe 200 years ago. <laughs> um... So, yeah, there's loads. So we've got, like, the Almas, which is from Asia. The Almas? Almas. Almas. Yeah. The Am- and these are all just reports of big things crashing about. Am- these are, like, ape-like hominid cryptids Bi- from around Bi- the Bipedals. world. Bipedals. That means on two legs. Hominids, yeah. Uh, the Amamongo from the Philippines. Barmanu from Middle East. Uh, from the Middle East, Chachunya from Russia, the Fuki Monster from <laughs> Arkansas. The Fuki Monster! That's from. There's <laughs> a Fuki Monster! It's from Johnny Vegas's <laughs> house. Monkey! There's a Fuki Monster behind the sofa! Honey Island Swamp Monster, Louisiana. Orang Pendek, Sumatra, the Nitewo from Sri Lanka, Skunk Ape, Yeren from China, Yeti, obviously, and then the Yowie, Yowie from Australia. No, Australia can't have it too. They've got two distinct flora and fauna. They can't also have a Yeti. They've got the Yowie, and it, it looks like this. 
Okay, and what am I looking at here? Oh, it's very a personal. bad carving of a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> An Australian person saw a hairy bloke one day. Yeah. Um, or knowing, well, not knowing, but the uh, the stereotype of Australia, it might just be a slur. <laughs> anyway, so Laura, um, what if I told you that big feet, <laughs> big beast feet, yeah. were real? Um, I'd love, I'd love it, and I'd kind of believe it. I think they're quite a believable cryptozoid. Yes. Well, they've already existed. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> why? Are you, why did you pull that face then? Gigant- I was doing a Christopher Walken thing. Gigantopithecus. What? what are you saying? Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus to you, sir. Gigantopithecus is an extinct genus of Pithecus. ape from roughly 2 million to 350,000 years ago. Gigantopithecus. I feel like I've heard the sound pithecus before. Australopithecus? Australopithecus? Yeah, maybe that. It's a, a, an early... Australopithecus. Early human ancestor. Is that that big bird? No. What was that big bird? Stop saying big bird like It was like that. a big bird in um, Stop saying big bird Australia like or something. Giant bird. A mower. It's dead now, though. Yeah, mower. Mm, I think it was called a giant bird. <laughs> was it really big? Yes, it was called a mower, a giant mower. That was New Zealand. Yeah, all right. Mower. Not called a pithecus. What else is mower in New Zealand? In, I don't know, you think of the Maori? Maybe. Or the moai, like the, the carved faces? Mm. What's the... That's the haka. Never mind. You're just naming everything you know about New Zealand, don't you? Yeah, Moa, just... Maybe I'm thinking of Moana. I don't know. Yeah. Massive... Well, it's basically... I wasn't really listening to anything you said. Gigantopithecus, extinct species of ape. Gigantopithecus. I think it must be in a song or something, because every time you say it, I want to sing, but I don't know what song. That's so much of what I say that happens. (laughs) Um, From 2 million to 350,000 years ago. That's a long time they were alive. Yeah. 1.65 million years-ish. Well, it's a, it's a genus, not a species, so... What's a genus, Ron? Like a group of species. Oh, OK. Um, and, uh, yeah, and in, in they've been found in the area of southern China. Hmm. Gigantopithecus. Uh, they were in... Uh, we, we think that they were in the family of the orangutans. Oh, cool. So they'd have been, like, huge... Like, so, like, look at this top picture. Yes, a truly great ape. So I'm looking at, there's a Bornean orangutan. It's like a load of orangutans have basically committed a crime. So the Bornean orangutan is on the left. It is 1.4 metres tall. I'm guessing this is an average. Then humans, 1.65. Eastern lowland gorilla comes in at 1.65, but is like four times the weight of us. Then, for reference point, Chewbacca is there. I just think that's quite confusing. (laughs) Then, what am I looking at here? Then there's Gigantopithecus, which is three and a half metres tall. And then for some reason, there is the shadow of King Kong (laughs) behind Gigantopithecus. A confusing... I don't understand the inclusion of Chewbacca and King Kong there. Because if anything, I think King Kong just makes Gigantopithecus look less impressive. Yeah. Weird choices have been made here. But that's massive. So, 540 kilos. So we're talking five times the weight of a Bornean orangutan and two metres taller. So sort of one and a half times the height, but five times the weight. Yeah, so hang on, I can send you another picture that would give you an idea of sort of the size of what we thought that these lads were like. Also... So they were th- thought to be in the orangutan family. So the um, uh, King Louis in the New Jungle book. Yes. Is Maybe that's where I know the site. He he uses the word Gigantopithecus in his song. That's why I did a Christopher Walken voice, I expect. Wow. So much is going on under the surface. Yeah. Between, yeah. Except you do kind of do it on the surface as well. You're like a duck that flaps. <laughs> um, so I've sent you another picture that gives you an idea of how big we think they were. Yeah, that's cool. Do you think they're like, um, you know, like the giant deer in Ireland that died out because as forests got bigger, they couldn't turn around and their horns got stuck and so deer got smaller? Could be. Um, what are you thinking 
was trapping them because they don't have big horns. No, and actually bigger trees was better. They just climbed They have more food, I wonder yeah. why they died then. Um, or do you think they just shrunk over evolution time? Well, no, they probably died out. I mean, it's quite difficult to keep big things alive. Yeah. Um, like elephants are on the death now. Yeah, well, elephants are very big. Um, what are you doing? I'm looking for the word Gigantopithecus. Yeah, you might think it's ridiculous that me, a Gigantopithecus, would ever dream I'd like to team up with the likes of you, man cub. Oh. I knew I knew that word. <clears throat> God damn, my brain is impressive. Yeah, like... Oop, oop, oop! There's a, there's a lot of big things around even now. Yeah, like my butt. Because, <laughs> um, like, do you know the definition of megafauna? Um, big trees. No, it's like bigger than 38 kilograms or something. Oh, that's not very big at all. No, to us. But my butt is a megafauna. Big. Your butt is a megafauna. <laughs> um... So, oh, Mackie, you're a mini fauna. Yes. Um, Mackie's so tiny and cute, isn't she? She's fine. Um, <laughs> so we don't know loads about them because all we've found is teeth and a couple of jawbones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but, oh, so I love it when this happens because basically it could have just been a really scrawny ape with a massive jaw, <laughs> like a Habsburg ape. Yeah. But here's hey, the- Ron, put these ones on your chest like nips. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. There's two nipple-shaped chocolates. Ooh, it was crunchy. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, damn. Oh, Ron likes that one. What was it? Hang on. It was the... Boop, 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 boop. Raspberry smoothie. Pressed yeah. raspberries blended with cream sealed in milk. Wow. I'm assuming they milk chocolate. You can't just seal something in milk. Wow. 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 Wow, Buster. Um, Gigantopithecus. I'm so happy about that word. Pithecus, pithecus. Here's a Gigantic. Here's a really inexplicable line from the Wikipedia page. Um, only teeth and four mandibles are, are known currently, and other skeletal elements will likely. Did you say skeletal or skeletal? Skeletal. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other skeletal oh, yogurt. Fucking <laughs> Other skeletal elements were likely consumed by porcupines before they could fossilize. What? Yeah. Porcupines? Apparently they chow down on skeletons. Who knew that of porcupines? Is that why their quills are so hard? They feast on bones. Like, you know, in the Foxbusters where they make the chickens eat grit to make the shells of their eggs harder. Sure. Did you ever listen to the Foxbusters? No, I the didn't like the... best meat is the best meat. Oh, is that why we say that? Yeah. Oh, um... No, um... For anybody that doesn't know, it was a children's story about some chickens that decide to fight back against foxes by laying super hard eggs and sitting in a greenhouse to cook the eggs whilst they're inside them and then, like, firing them like missiles at the foxes. The Dick King Smith? Maybe. I don't know. It is. What a legend Dick King Smith is. He did Babe. Yeah. So did Mark Owen. <clears throat> it's a song by Mark Owen from Take That. Oh. I Lightning in, Connection. In my head, I thought of Clive Owen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't remember Clive Owen being in Babe 2, Big in the City. <laughs> yeah, he was. He played Babe. Mackie, do you need to go out? You're not going out the front. Come here, come on. Where'd you go out? Oh, she actually needs to go. She's gonna, she's gonna allow herself to leave via the back door. Haven't seen the rat again today. Have you seen him today? No, don't look for him. Have you killed him? Um, what? Did you kill the rat? No. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Can we record the podcast? Yes, I'm trying to. So in 1935, there was a um, a Dutch anthropologist called Ralph von Koenigswald. Brilliant. Um, he f- he found the first teeth of this creature that we f- that we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, he he found them in a drugstore in Hong Kong. They were being sold as dragon bones for Chinese Love traditional it. medicine. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and then this, there's again another just inexplicable, well, not inexplicable, but just really interesting bit of flavour to this story. It says, um, by 1939, um, after purchasing more teeth, he <laughs> determined that they had originated somewhere in Guangdong or Guangxi. He could not formally describe the true the type specimen until 1952 due to his internment by Japanese forces during World War II. Oh, no. <laughs> so he was just there in the camp thinking about these teeth. <laughs> God. Yeah. So that's the real-life Bigfoot. Do you reckon the people in prison with him thought he was mad or were like, I was holed up with a scientist who was about to make a cool discovery? Imagine that, you're already in a concentration camp and now the guy next to you is banging on about massive teeth he's found. You'd make him throw them away. No, I wouldn't. You would? I would You'd say, you're a creepy old witch. You were being a creepy old witch. This is very different. <laughs> Gigantopithecus. Um, anyway. <laughs> so that was the real life Bigfoot. I love it. I think that the people in the camp with him would have been interested because I think, you know, back then shit was getting discovered all the time. Yeah. Cool stuff, not just like That's slightly just better bugs computers. Now, isn't it? Bugs is all they find nowadays. Yeah. The occasional frog or something. Like a bat is cool. Next one we're going to do, Laura. Mm-hmm. Loch Ness Monster. Lovely. Um, what can you tell us about Nessie? Um,. I've watched a few documentaries about Nessie. So there's, like, obviously some of the famous photo evidence. Loch Ness is, like, the largest freshwater lake in the UK. By volume. Yeah, because it's very deep. Um, It does have a sea inlet, I think, or it used to. So there is some argument that, like, it could be sturgeon or something that people have seen that's massive. Um, and, like, one of the theories, which I think is fairly dopey, as I understand it, but one of the theories is that it could be, um, what's that dinosaur that lived in the sea that you loved in that walking, swimming with dinosaurs or whatever? More on that later. It could be one of those that's, like, survived and bred down that. I think that's very unlikely, but that is one argument, because I think Loch Ness... Is it still open to the sea or it used to be? I think it is at certain times of the year. Yeah. I don't know. So there's like, oh, it could be like a massive fish and it's so deep that it's hard to figure it out. Or like a whale or there's a great episode of Jeremy Wade's River Monsters, um, one of my favourite TV shows, where Jeremy Wade went to catch Loch Ness, like the Loch Ness Monster. Um, So he got like every, well, he found every type of fish that anyone's ever been like, oh, maybe it was that. And then just went and caught all of those around the world. It was awesome. Yeah. I love Jeremy Wade's River Monsters. I think I've watched Jeremy Wade's River Monsters with you before. Yeah, it's like one of my favourite TV shows. Yeah. He just catches these massive fish and you're like, whoa, look at that big fish. And then he puts it back. Oh, Jeremy Wade. Yeah, so these like sea um, sea lake monsters, they they come up, they pop up around. You got Champy from Lake Champlain in <laughs> North America. Um, you've got oh, this one was fun, the Dobharchu, otherwise known as the Waterhound of the King Otter in Ireland. I love it. Um, what else have we got? Loch Ness monster, obviously. We got Mokele Mbembe um, in the in the Republic of the Congo. Ogopogo is from Canada. They come up. Did you ever watch the Family Ness as no. a kid? You can find an anaconda or a great big kangaroo, but you'll never find a Nessie in the zoo. I've heard this song before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they do pop up around. Um, the earliest report of um, the Loch Ness monster comes from the seventh century. Whoa! Yeah, um, from an Irish monk called Saint Saint Columba, um, who was staying with the Picts um, when he saw a local local residence burying a man near the River Ness. Um, they explained the man's swimming in in the river. And he was attacked by a water beast uh, that killed him. Um, so then Columba sent a guy to swim in the river, and then... Aww. <laughs> yeah. I hope that middle, the na- guy's middle name was Bait. <laughs> no, the, the guy's name was Luing Machu Min. 
Um, and uh, the beast approached him, but then Columba made the sign of the cross, and he said, go no further, do not touch the man, go back at once. Uh, it's not catchy, <laughs> it's not you shall not pass. I love the um, idea that animals would be there like, oh, so we're allowed to eat anyone we want, yeah, unless someone appears and holds their fingers across each other like this, and if that happens, you have to back down, it's international law. Yeah. Uh, but no, the, the creature stopped as if it had been pulled back with ropes um, and fled. And Columbus men and the Picts gave thanks for what they perceived to be a miracle. Brilliant. Um, so the real life uh, Loch Ness monster, as you kind of caught on to, is uh, well, it is often described to be um, like a plesiosaur. Um, which, That's the word. Yeah, plesiosaur, which was a, again a genus of um, of. Um, aquatic dinosaur so they lived from 200 million years ago until the end of the dinosaurs about 65 million years ago okay so as a group of living things very successful Mm -hmm. around for like that's a fucking long time Mm. they were around for longer than the time since the dinosaurs were here about twice as long okay to give you a Christ yeah Um, just farting about yeah, well, they they were quite diverse. Um, so they were between 1.5 and 15 metres long, and the biggest of which was my favourite dinosaur of all time, Lyplurodon, episode mm. three, Walking with Dinosaurs. Um, fucking cool. Google a picture of Lyplurodon. Ah, oh, just badass, man. What did you say? I, oh, I didn't know. Oh, whoa. Okay, so it's... It is like a swimming T-Rex, like it's a really dinosaur-y face, but because it's in the water, you're expecting it to be fishy, but it's not. Yeah, that's the one from Walking with Dinosaurs. Oh, I just thought it was so cool. When I was a kid, all I ever wanted was a Lyplurodon tool, uh, pl- uh, uh, toy to play with in the bath. I never got one. Why not? Did you ever ask for one? Yeah. Maybe all, they don't exist. All the time. Mum and Dad would totally have got you one if they existed one. I didn't know. You should yeah. have told me. I'd have sellotaped some stuff on a dolphin toy for you. But yeah, very cool, very cool. Um, wait, wait, why have you walked away? Well, I thought Mackie was scratching, but she's not. No, no, she's not. She might have been she? killed by the rat. <laughs> um, and then, if you look at the second picture that I sent you, so the one that most closely um, resembles what we sort of think of as um, Nessie um, was a plesiosaur called Elasmosaurus. Um, so I sent you a picture of like what that was like next yeah. to a human. Here's because another picture people of just kind of what we think, think of it as having a long neck, don't they? Like yeah. an eely neck. So Elasmosaurus. And that's got like a, a neck, like a, is it a brontosaurus? Yeah. Yeah. Diplodocus, they have those long necks, don't they? Yeah. Oh, it's very dolphin-y. It's got a very eely. It's like an eel. It's like an eel attached to a dolphin with the flippers of a whale calf. Well, it looks like a fell beast from Lord of the Rings, those dragony things that mm. the Nazgul ride. Yeah. Um, but then, this is an example of what's called convergent evolution, um, where those ichthyosaurs and like dolphins all look really similar because that's just a great way to be mm. in the water. Um, but yeah, they were um, anywhere between like 10 metres and 7 metres in length. Yeah, so it's not unrealistic <laughs> to think that they could survive. Yeah, it is. In Loch Ness. Oh, in Loch Ness. I thought you meant for 65 million years. Oh, a single one, no, but they could breed down there. I just... Well, no. Um, Have you ever seen Loch Ness with Ted Danson? No. Oh, Ron, that's a wonderful film. I do like Ted Danson. Let's um, watch Loch Ness one day. They have 72 bones in their neck. Do you... What, Ted Danson's? <laughs> Ted Danson's. Do you want to watch Loch Ness and then talk about it for a Patreon episode? Okay. Next Halloween? No, tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I've got to work and leave. I think it might be Megan's favourite film. I don't think it's Megan's favourite film. I'm going to text her right now and ask her. I've never heard her mention this before, and me and Megan are tight. You're not. Everyone's only friends with me. <laughs> I'm going to test it now. Megan, do you love the film Loch Ness? <clears throat> Continue. Um, and that's the real Nessie. I love it. What do you think 
people are seeing and being excited by Ron. Now, me me and HOTP um, were chatting about this earlier, um, and we think that the people have just I, well personally I think people have seen things like seals or like or maybe a whale or like you say sturgeon. What kind of whale are we talking? I don't know, minky. Okay. Minky. Um, yeah, like any of these things. But I think the myth, and we we were saying sort of like the myth self propagates itself because mm-hmm. as soon as that's a myth, then when you go there, you're looking for stuff, and then yeah. when you see anything, you go, "Whoa, that was it." Yeah. I'm pretty sceptical about everything, and even every time we go and visit Meg, I stare at the lock. Like, yeah, that's what Tom was saying it. he does as well. Please, I want to see it. Yeah. Because um, that's the thing. That, that's kind of what I was saying about, like, ghosts and, like, how cryptids and stuff, they kind of sit in that weird thing. It's like, yeah, you do go there, and you, like, look for it. Yeah. Like, it, like it sits in that place in between folklore and not real life. You know it's not real. You know it's not there, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's kind of... Well, yeah, I suppose it is just like our folklore of now. It's not like, you know, when you hear about, like, Greek myths and stuff, you're like, well, that's bullshit. But then in, like, 4,000 years when they're hearing... You know, when whatever the equivalent of, like, Stephen Fry to them has written a book about our folklore, Mm. they'll be like, wow, that's weird. Yeah. So That's the next... trouble when people talk about the past, isn't it? They go like, ancient Greeks believed this, this, and you're like, ancient Greeks are thick. <laughs> but then you think, oh, it's four ancient Greeks thought that, and everybody else is going, don't listen to Archimedes, he's an idiot. Well, I think everyone, no, I think it's more like, um, that's what they told their kids, and everyone grows out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. have you ever seen Mount Olympus? I th- well, if you've been to Athens, you have. Oh. It's that mountain right by it. It's very climbable. They knew the gods weren't up there. Hmm. But I don't want to climb a mountain and I don't think there are gods at the top of it. I'd be like, oh yeah, can't climb that. Woof, gods at the top. Yeah, but if there was an empire of yous, there wouldn't be an empire. Why not? It'd be really nice. Because you're soft and breakable. <laughs> yeah, but if everybody was me... Yeah, but the other people would come and take your things. No, they'd come and then they'd be like, oh. Yeah, these, these things are too useless to enslave. Yeah, yeah it'd be like. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, okay, like so let's Ewok take a classic. No, let's like... take a classic story from back then. Mm. You have 100,000 Persians at the yeah. hot gates of Thermopylae. Huh? And you have 300 Lauras. Yeah. In between. Yeah. How's that going down? Hello, Persians. Do you need some jesters? Die, die, die. No, don't kill us. We're funny. <laughs> Make a lovely katsu curry. I made the best katsu curry in the world yesterday and I'm constantly thinking about it. The next one we were going to do is the chupacabra. Nobody's killed me yet and I'm soft in this world and there's lots of murderous people around. Yes, um, but this was like 4,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so things work differently there. Um, there's not a whole empire of you with resources and women to take. Um, I am the women to take. Yeah, but like I say, if there's only one of you, not worth it. You don't have much. Ron, <laughs> you always become insulting to me, no matter what we're talking about. Um, How did we get I- here? I can't remember. We're talking about folklore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, folklore. We should do a podcast about folklore. Yeah? Yeah. What about... What about... <laughs> what about crabs that have prosthetic limbs? Folklores. <laughs> I was fully prepared to hate that, but... But you loved I it. I didn't mind it. That was good. Um... Chupacabra, Laura. I love chupacabra. What does I've it mean? so many documentaries. It means bloodsucker? Goat sucker. Goat sucker, that's it. I knew, Come on, Sorry, man. I knew chupa was suck for like chupa chups for crucial kids. Um, the name comes from the animal's reported vampirism. It attacks and drinks the blood of livestock, sucking them dry. I don't think it does. Well, that's the myth. Yeah. What does the chupacabra look like, Laura? Well, like a sort of hyena dog, big ears, like wrinkled fur, mangy, scraggly, red eyes probably, big fangs. 
No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the common description of the chupacabra is that of a reptile-like creature. What? Said to have leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin and sharp spines or quills running down its back. It is said to be approximately three to four feet high and stands and hops in a fashion similar to a kangaroo. Oh, I thought they were dog things. Maybe I watched a different documentary. Well, no, you're getting this confused because you... Yeah, well, the, the thing that like, this gets confused with is dogs with mange, is what they think it actually is. Yeah. Um, so you're thinking of that. Yeah. Not chupacabra. <laughs> you're thinking uh, about okay. mangy dogs. Okay, yeah. Um, Probably because I watched a thing about, like, finding... The real chupacabra. Yeah. So they didn't focus too much on the myth. I think they probably did quite a lot at the beginning of the show. Yeah, but I don't watch the, the bit end, that's not. You don't watch the, the beginning. No, because that's the, just them. <laughs> that's the, what are you talking about? That's them setting up what it's not, and I don't care about that bit. Then why do you care about what it is if you don't care about the myth? Because I want to know what it is, not what it isn't. But if you, but what what is if you don't? A chupacabra. So Why just, are people thinking there's a weird thing that isn't real? What is happening? Oh, that dog. But you don't care what they're thinking. No, not really. It's stupid. It's not real. It's wrong. <laughs> so the, the the bit, the nugget of info that you're distilling out. Like of if that. I'm watching a Loch Ness monster show, I don't want to watch 15 minutes of idiots going. And I saw a tiny head. Don't care. But how many Loch Ness monster shows do you watch? I'd watch a like four part documentary about Loch Ness monsters. Why? What else are you hoping to learn? Well, it could be. <laughs> Might find a whale in there. We've literally, like, listed all the things it could be. Yeah. After, I did, like, five minutes of research. Oh, watch it. <laughs> I just don't know why you're confused. It just seems like you only need to watch one and then done. Nah, because like, there be, might be something in another. Because I've seen a Chupacabra documentary. Yeah. I watched one Maybe and watch I said, wow, I know what the Chupacabra is now. Move on. Well, I just like to watch them. Well, I mean, to be I fair, have an amazing I've seen a lot of episodes of Finding Bigfoot, so... Yeah, I will watch the same thing over and over again. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I like it. But not the beginning. That's too far. Well, I'd watch it if it was on, but do if you it just was boring, like, I'd skip it. When you're watching a sitcom, do you just skip the beginning, just get all the all of the bits, not, not the setup of the jokes, just a bit where like, oh, the joke all of Michael's plans oh, have caved in on me. Set up and a punchline. Don't want to watch how he got into these scrapes. That just, matters. Just want to watch his embarrassment at the end. But I don't want to watch like dum-dums being dum-dums. Okay, but, and we'll move on after I've said this. Uh. No rebuttal for you. <laughs> I don't agree to that. It could be argued that you do need to watch the beginning because you didn't know what the chupacabra was. Or, but it wasn't that. No, no but oh, the only thing that you've taken away from this is that there are mangy dogs in Mexico. Yeah, and that's what people think a chupacabra is. Yeah, but you don't know what a chupacabra is. A chupacabra isn't anything. If anything, a chupacabra is a mangy dog. So what's the point in knowing it's a mangy dog if you don't know because the Because then when people point. like chupacabra, I'll be like, yeah, a mangy dog. Yeah, but you don't know why anyone's interested in that. Because they think a chupacabra's eating their stuff. Yeah, but you didn't know, like, what it was. It was like a kangaroo vampire thing. No, it wasn't. That's what they thought it was. that's what the fucking myth is. Yeah. The myth isn't real, Ron. (laughs) The dogs are real. (laughs) You are weird sometimes. No, you're being fucking insane about this. No, I don't think I am. So you would watch a Nessie documentary and the whole fact that people see this monster in there is not interesting to you. What's interesting to you is that there might have sometimes been a big fish or a whale there. Yeah, that's the interesting part of the story. <laughs> that's insane. That's not insane. Because like, it's like you say, oh, so, ha, ha, you're only interested in the real bit. Ha, ha, ha. So you don't even care what Nessie is. Ha, ha, ha. No, Nessie's of like a, they think it's a monster in the water. But I don't need to watch 20 minutes of people describing the different monsters they didn't see. I just go, oh, it's a monster. It's not, though. What is it? Oh, a whale or a fish or a dinosaur? Cracking. Thank you, Ted Danson. Let's go home. Do you want me to skip the bits where I am explaining? No, it's they are? fine, Ron. I don't know why you're being weird about no, this. I'm not. You're being insane. You're being insane. It's crazy stuff. 
Um, so mange is. Let always... us know who's right, by the way. Obviously, as always, on the socials, Atlex Education. Join the Patreon. Do join the Patreon actually, because we've just doubled the content. Or. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of indictment is that? So mange, one. mange is a type of skin disease called by parasitic mites. Because various species of mites also infect plants, birds and reptiles, the term mange, or colloquial the mange, uh, suggesting poor condition of the skin and fur due to infection is sometimes reserved for pathological mite infestation of non-human animals. It's mites. Yeah, they're only mites when they're on the floor, they're when they're on the ceiling, they're tights. <laughs> All right, and then the last. I didn't one. hit anything you said. Things so I was trying to work out how to make a stalagmite tight joke. It was very said. good. Thank you. I'll listen back to it when I'm editing. Yeah, you won't care about that because okay, it's, yeah, cool. Um, well, no, that's no, that was mange. That there. was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, stalagmites. It's mites. Mites. It's mites. Yeah, on dogs. On anything. Yeah, yeah. but in this case, dogs. Maybe. Well, it's not real, so it doesn't matter. No, but the dogs are real. Yeah. And mangers, really. But the dogs aren't sucking the blood out of goats. No, but they do kill goats and eat them. Do they? Yeah. We don't know that. Yeah, we do. They did it in that dog. Digby killed some goats. Who's Digby? That dog. That dog that we got that time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He and killed... then he attacked some children. So here's a mental <laughs> thing, right? Um, so, uh, well, I mean, it's, it, it's all kind of weird. Which is... I think we should edit this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> this does not reflect well on us, Ron. No, it's all weird. Um, and then that's... Yeah, edit that out, because that's actually completely superfluous <laughs> to the story. But it is really weird. They had a dog. They had some farm. And they had a dog that killed a bunch of goats. And then they were like, we don't want to put this dog down. So, But we can't have it around these animals. Where should we put it? Well, we'll take it to... Laura and Ron's house and they can have this dog around all these kids yeah I got really attached to that dog and then it did bite a child and had to be put down but they waited until we really liked the dog before they put it down well me and me and my friend Jonah we used to (laughs) wait till the dog was in the garden and then we had a game where we had to run across the garden to the play um the climbing frame before the dog got you oh Ron that's bleak (laughs) It was fun, though. I really remember sitting in the kitchen with that dog the night before it had to be put down. <sighs> the Mappinguari. <laughs> eh? Mappinguari. Ever heard of that before? No, I've never heard of a Mappinguari. No, it's traditional folklore from the Amazon. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it always shows up the next day if you order it before 10pm. It's described as... A former human shaman turned into a hairy human cyclops. (laughs) (laughs) So you retire from shamanism and you grow a lot of hair and your eyes merge into one big eye. I love that for us. Yeah, Um, great. This version is often said to have a gaping mouth on its abdomen. Um, and its feet turned backwards. Oh, I think I'd just stay a shaman forever. <laughs> this sounds horrible. Well, apparently feet turned backwards is a common thing in folklore because it tricks you because you don't know which way it's going. <laughs> it's falling over. <laughs> it's only got one eye and its feet are on backwards. Um, the name um, comes from the the Tupacarani words. They're a... Hang on, let me find out where they're from. Uh, all over the Amazon, that was helpful. <laughs> Um, uh, and it means a thing that has a bent, crooked foot or paw. <laughs> so, I'm pick. Oh God, I don't even know where to start with this one. What does it famously do? Um, hang on, let me get some more. I, it's a it's a Bigfoot esque thing. Um, Hi. Let me get up more info. Um, I like that they've got a Bigfoot myth, but they've jazzed it up a bit. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me, what am I looking at here? I'm looking at the statue on Ron's laptop. It, it is quite ape-like. It's got a piggy snout. The face looks hilarious, because whilst it is a cyclops from here, it kind of looks like it's got two pupils still. Piggy snout, big mouth. Big ears. Yeah, it's like a, a... almost chimp-like head. Almost like a cocoa bean pod for the gaping abdomen. Yeah. 
the feet aren't as noticeably on backwards as you'd think. No, it does, How does feel that like work because the that. knees are the right way around. It still walks forwards, but yeah, the feet are on backwards. Mm. Um, doesn't really say what it does. Um, just hangs around. Mythical monstrous jungle dwelling spirits. Yeah, lovely, <clears throat> lovely. Now, um, the reason why I've included this and not bunched it into um, the Bigfoot part of the conversation is because um, big backward foot big, <laughs> big tooth um, <laughs> nice is, Ron uh, people think that um, these are the remnants of well of like human consciousness of ancient um, ground dwelling giant sloths which we were talking about in a previous episode Megatherium mm, okay because those died out only like 10,000 years ago shared a lot of time with humans. So there's still folklore about them? Could be. Okay. So, um, because obviously that was... I can't remember things from last week. No, but, um, so, um, some, uh, uh, some peoples have really impressive oral traditions where they, like, pass stuff down. The Aborigines in Australia know a crazy amount about their, like, collective history because they just, like, pass it down, Isn't like, in like a really a rigid, myth? structured way. Like, yeah. coral, the coral reef and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, so, like, it's possible that other peoples do that, but obviously in, like, a watered-down way because in this it's, like, a backwards footed yeah, yeah. It's a bit cyclops of a, yeah. with a tummy mouth yeah. um, so you know they're just not as good at <laughs> passing stuff on but that, that's that's the idea and then the other really cool thing about this one is that the um, description of the mylodon which is the, the ground stuff from the area um, was um, is based off of a lower jaw with teeth that Charles Darwin found when he was on an expedition on the HMS Beagle ah which is quite cool. Yeah. Because you don't really think of him as like a fossil hunter that much. No. I think of him as a glory hunter. <laughs> what does that mean? Taking down the church just for his own gains. Are you anti-Darwin? Yeah. Oh. Good beard. Yeah. I'll check him. And that's Halloween. Ron, it's been beautiful. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I've had a lovely time. Yeah. Let's go watch some Project Runway. We've run out. Yeah, they didn't have to know that. Huh. I thought it'd just be. I amazing. was hoping you were going to say Loch Ness. Look, I, I, don't, Ted I don't want to watch that. It's late. Okay. Ooh, flat end. <laughs> Class dismissed. No, we'll, we'll do an outro. We don't usually do outros. Well, we didn't do an intro. Let's do that now. <laughs> no, we'll just do one. All right. Ah, maybe there's no intro today. Class dismissed, but you might hear more from us. <laughs> but we'll see. Okay, we're on time for an outro. There's a kid in the cafe across the street just punching his mum in the hip. Oh no. <laughs> She's just packing up their things. That really reminds me of a great Andy Askins bit about um uh, on a train and this he sees a woman slap her kid who is misbehaving and he goes up to her and he goes now I don't know a lot but I know what's wrong and I know what's right and what you're doing is wrong see you're not transferring your weight <laughs> <laughs> and then mime's doing a better slap and it is one of the most beautiful bits of stand up it's very funny we That's do not funny. endorse hitting your children on this podcast it's a no. terrible thing to do if you hit your children, they will grow up to do podcasts to get people to like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we just go, Ron? We are, why are we doing this? Yeah, I don't. I haven't prepared a register. Um... Oh, thank you to Spooky Sue, who's the spookiest spooky patron. Thank you to Suki Adam. Spoo. Oh, I was going to do a Frankenstein's monster bit. Oh, go on. Sorry. Thank you to Adam. I sorry, I didn't realise after the sp- <laughs> obviously the the towering literary reference that Spooky Sue is. I should have seen that a Frankenstein reference was coming next. Come on, Ron. You know how I work. It's a little bit of this. It's a little bit of that. I'm not going to do all literary references, and I'm not going to do all Spooky Sues. Let's just let people go and go on with their day. Right, we love you. <laughs> we love you. See you next week Halloween for another dis- Halloween episode. Halloween dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>
But it's not, though, wrong, because it's going to be on next week. Oh, then... Stop patting your microphone as well. I haven't touched it. You are patting it. I can hear it moving. God, you're the worst podcaster in the world. You're worse than all the right-wing men that say horrible things. Oh, the ones that we lose these competitions to. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. I want to teach you science.